0: what's up hybrids welcome back to another episode of the phantom hybrid podcast this is hanako and i am here with michelle and casey and we are reluctantly discussing the series finale of the walking dead and it's been out for two weeks now and it still hurts to say that like you sure y'all don't want to give us like one more season
1: season 12 part one (laughs)
0: just a little bit oh how are we feeling like how many times have you how many times have y'all watched this now um i've seen it twice
1: um three times
0: oh okay i guess i'm a glutton for punishment i've seen i think i've seen it like (laughs) 6
2: Hey,
1: but see i'm still watching fear the walking dead so i'm i'm I still feel like the show is still carrying on because I'm watching another series. So Okay.
0: But, you know, I love Fear and everything, but it, it ain't the main show.
1: It's not. Trust me. It's not.
0: Who the There's a lot to unpack in this episode. We got a lot to talk about. Casey and I have a lot to talk about because we actually went to L.A. We were present for the series finale Event at the Orphean Theater, we got to watch the show with the cast and crew. We got to attend a live taping of Talking Dead with damn near the whole cast. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, right,
0: everybody was there. Um, we got to meet a couple of people, get some photos. We had a good time. Friends,
1: they left me at home, uh, they wouldn't me. The pack me, they wouldn't me the pack me in that $60 suitcase. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, on record that we asked you several times several the times podcast to you come with us my we husband asked said you I could
1: go right yeah. i could i couldn't fit in your backpack
0: girl look our stuff couldn't fit in our backpack i ended up having to pay for a, a carry on
1: on Did the way you?
0: back yes so let me tell oh. you let let's go into let's go into the ridiculous stuff before we get into the heartbreak and and happiness and all the emotions that is the the series finale of the walking dead so of course we flew spirit because spirit was cheap got a round trip ticket to la for 305 dollars. okay this is for the weekend before thanksgiving so i was like okay i'll deal with spirit went online bought me one of those traveling backpacks that kind of expands and you can put stuff in it it was great when i left atlanta I knew my bag was just slightly larger than what they consider a personal bag, but I was like, okay, I'm going to see if they're going to let me get on this plane. I got on the plane. No problem. I stuck no in problem. my bag up under the seat best I could. No problem. Coming back, however, was a different story because we had goodies from the finale event. Oh. Um, you know, we we had a couple of little extra things, you know, we had bought snacks and stuff and we had extra And um, yeah, my, my backpack was looking mighty thick on the day I was supposed to fly out. And let me tell you, the LAX spirit people, they were watching people like hawks. Like if your book bag was that much bigger, that girl was like, Oh, you need to see if your book if, if your your bag is gonna fit in this thing. If it's not, you're gonna have to pay for a carry-on. And she was trying to warn people before they got to the gate. But she was like, if you get to this gate, if you get to boarding and we have to pull you out of the line because of a carry-on, it's gonna cost you more in the end. If you had to if you were boarding and they pulled you out and you had to pay hundred dollars. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and pay my little. A hundred. And just be done.
1: Oh no, (laughs) that's ridiculous. I mean, I seriously find that ridiculous.
0: It is highway robbery, honey. It is. It really is. But that's okay. The only reason why I flew them was because Southwest wanted like seven hundred dollars. So I was like, oh, that $400 could go towards, you know, my trip Mm -hmm. and our visit to the Funko store, (laughs) which we got to do as well and food. So yeah, so that was a thing. But anyway, other than that, LA was great. We were there not long enough and we plan on going back, but we got to attend this finale event with hundreds of other fans. We got to see the stars. We got to see the red carpet. We met Melissa McBride.
2: Awesome.
0: And, you know, I had met um Kari Payton and Ross Marquand before at Pandemic and Dragon Con. So I'd seen them before, but we got to meet them again. I got Kari to autograph my Walking Dead poster that I finally found. Now, let me tell you. We had planned on getting posters to take with us to get autographs. Could not find a poster here. And the ones on Amazon, they were taking like, they wanted, they were like, oh, expected arrival date mid-December. I was like, that's going to be way too late for me. We happened to walk into a souvenir shop that had posters in the back. And I just decided, huh, let me go see what posters they got. Sure enough, they have Walking Dead season one posters we grabbed them and I think those posters were what? Eight dollars. Eight dollars.
2: Oh
0: yeah. So we we had a lot of fun, fun little stuff happen to us on this trip. My poster became a sign. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That says once, I love you, Deny. Once we realized Deny was actually gonna be there right before she got on stage, Casey unrolled her poster. She folded it so that the white, you know, the back of it was visible. She took one of her markers that we bought and she wrote in big green letters, I love you, Deny, and she hung it over the balcony and just, let me tell you, I have a picture of Casey and she's just <laughs> like this. She is just steady, focused on Deny. When I tell you, I had to check to see if that chick was breathing. She was just like, <laughs> I ain't want to miss nothing. <laughs> I love her. Like, I love her. If I ever meet her, I think I might pass out. Like We we were hoping that would happen because Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm definitely getting that on camera.
1: You have to.
0: I think if we had stayed out at the red carpet, maybe another 10 or 15 minutes, we may have been able to catch her on the red carpet. But we would have missed the time to go in and look at the fan experience and see all of the props and how they decorated and everything. And we wanted to go experience that too. So, I mean, we saw quite a few people on the red carpet, a lot of people on the red carpet. Um, A few of them came over, talked to us while we were standing on the side. So it it was a good little experience. So we'll talk more about that later. Let's get into this episode. So the first thing about this episode that I noticed is that we did not get the voiceover intro from Judith and that worried the hell out of me because I was like okay if Judith is not giving us the voiceover does that mean that she's not okay like I I didn't think they were gonna kill Judith off but there was that one little moment you actually? yeah uh, when I didn't hear her voiceover because you remember we talked about a couple episodes ago where I felt like the way that they were doing the voiceovers it was kind of like Judith in the future or what she was supposed to be like in the future and then the fact that we didn't get that voiceover I was like y'all better not kill this shit before her mom and her daddy come back so like I said I knew it wasn't happening but they scared me just a little bit just a little bit Enough for me to be side-eyeing side the screen while we were in the theater. Like, I don't like this. Where's Judith? Where, where's the voiceover? But instead of hearing the voiceover, we see Daryl rushing into the hospital with her unconscious. He puts her on a stretcher and he goes to look for help. And as he's doing that, there are two Commonwealth soldiers coming down the hall. One of them has like a container of, I guess, medications, um, you know, health sup- care supplies. And they knock Daryl out. Now, Daryl is knocked out. Judith is kind of conscious and she's looking around and she sees that walkers are headed towards the hospital and Daryl, in his haste, left the door open. Of course, he wasn't thinking about what was behind him. He's trying to get Judith to the hospital. This girl, when I tell you, she is da- damned if she ain't a grinds. Shot, Right. Weakened, blood loss. This chick gets off the stretcher, goes to the door to close them and she has to fight with a walker who was trying to get into the door. When I say that girl has some determination because she was like, uh-uh. What y'all not going to do is come in here where my uncle is laying on the floor unconscious. And, and eat his brain. Right. And then eat mine because I can only fight with one, with one arm right now. But she gets a table in front of the door. She passes out. I was like, okay, now stressing us out from the very beginning. All right. I guess that's what we're gonna do. Um, I don't know how I want to do this. Do you how do y'all want to do this? I don't think, I don't think we really need to recap at this point because every I think everybody who's listening to us, everybody who watched, they know what happened. They know what order mm-hmm. happened. I just, I think I just. We can, we can, just give our reaction to it because I have thoughts. What you got thoughts on? Start. With oh you. yeah,
1: what's your thoughts on? Let's well, start. Besides,
2: well,
0: y'all besides already the fact know. That, Besides the fact, look, let's not get, to, <laughs> let's not get to the end quite yet. Okay, we already know Rick and Michonne showed up at the end of the episode. We know that's all cases <laughs> we want to talk about. Let's talk
1: okay. About it. Let's so, let's
0: get another. Okay, so, the problem I have is. They should have killed more people. Personally. I don't know. What is wrong with y'all people? were Realistically, even though it's a fake show, realistically, with the horde and with uh, Pamela's uh, coup, it, it, everybody came out unscathed. That's for- because it was <laughs> our people fighting.
1: Except, except for three people.
0: Who's the third person? Oh, Jules! Well, actually, it was actually it was a couple more. But the the other two, I think, were just the like unknown people. The yeah. unknown, yeah, it's, the, un- Look, the, it's the unknown. But I mean, it's- I called Jules in the two episodes ago when she got swept away by the Walkers. Even before that, because of the way that she was looking while she was walking with them, because again, that was the first time she had ever done that. It was like, yeah, I don't think Jules is gonna be long for this world. And I mean. She was, she was putting up a fight, you know, when the group was sitting there fighting, they still fighting the walkers that, you know, cornered them when they were trying to get Daryl and Judith out the way. She was sitting there fighting them. I think the problem was that last walker that she killed, I think the way, the angle that she came at him, it put her exposed to another walker and I think that's where she, that's where she messed up.
1: But she could have kept going. But she like, what they didn't bite your legs. So why you fall? Oh, you falling down. Girl, boo, you keep running. We cut your arm off at the end. Let's go. Let's go. I
0: don't know what it feels like to have a walker, a diseased, decaying person biting into my arm. But I'm pretty sure if I'm already panicked, if I'm already scared, and that happens. I'm not going to be sitting there thinking logically, like, okay, this is what they can do, and this is what they're going to do, and we need to do. I don't think she was thinking that.
1: Well, like, she could have get she. Well, one thing you could have done is thought about survival, and she wasn't quite thinking that because you just keep going. She you saw having- Rosita didn't sit there and say, "Oh."
0: Rosita had that baby my on her name. chest. One, two. Rosita is one of the best fighters in our group. Correct. And three. Rosita is Rosita. You can't compare Jules and Rosita.
1: I'm I not, but Jules, Jules. could have got up and and moving.
0: Let me ask you a question. What do you remember of Jules from this series? She, Besides nothing. the fact that she was Luke's girlfriend,
1: <laughs> that she calls Luke to die. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> when well, she calls
0: him to die, she calls him to get bit. Okay. I'm just well. Technically speaking. Him, him being knocked down on the ground by the walker and hitting his head on the concrete, that's what caused him to get bit. Because I'm pretty sure Luke would have had presence of mind, even though, yes, he was worried about Jules. He was still fighting. He was trying to get to her. He was still fighting. But that walker grabbed him and knocked him down. And yeah. he hit his head on that concrete. I'm sure, you know, he probably was not in the i mean i'm sitting like it, he literally just fell on my t- yeah t- he did I,
1: i'm sitting now he did trying to pull her because it's like she had lead in her feet and he pulling her saying help <laughs> help
0: she was surrounded by <laughs> Walter, and, Michelle, and at this point
2: so heartless yeah
1: <laughs> he right because luke had to suffer for that you know what i'm saying i understand that's his girlfriend and then we had to we had he had to suffer because he was trying to pull her and she wasn't moving yeah, because but, they bit I mean, her ankle.
0: She had walkers clawing at her. She, I mean, she had them all over. They were probably clawing at her back, like grabbing her. She yeah. probably just couldn't get some traction she, again. Like I said, we don't really know much about Jules except for the fact that she's yeah, but then we have Judith her. who
1: should be passed out, getting up, closing doors. You know,
2: again, Survivor
1: instincts kicked in on her too. People
0: versus everybody else my ocean side, people though, if you look at it, Ocean side, yes, they they some of our people, but they didn't come up with like, yes, they were warriors because they had to fight after you know their men and their sons were taken. But I mean, I'm they sorry. was part of the training that they did when Michonne was there. Remember, they had they their own little ain't our no. people.
1: Jules was Not working exactly. in the cafeteria, she wasn't doing the um, <laughs> she wasn't even out right. there for that. She making some um clam chowder
0: judith has been in this since birth <laughs> look don't let me start, look <laughs> and plus like judith said <laughs> oh, excuse me my mama went to go get my dad and we're gonna be a family again we're gonna be together again judith is like again which i'm not
1: gonna to die do,
0: <laughs> what y'all not about to do is come up in this hospital I think y'all about to have me for lunch I think y'all about to have my uncle for lunch this ain't finna happen right? say that. what you thought
1: it was what yes not at all now the first time watching it I was so I was upset when Luke was on that table all cut up you know they trying to save his life and I was upset second time watching I was like all this sobbing
0: that was they family girl
1: let's, let's say Judith I need y'all to go to another room
0: that's their family. You leave them alone. <laughs> Why do I so need you to go to another day? Why is she so heartless today? Oh, my I'm God. Like, Anthony, you need are you in the go room? To what is room? wrong with her today? <laughs> Excuse me. Y'all making too much noise over there. I got a, a baby right here. Y'all.
1: I And I guess because I was looking down, okay, looking at y'all. some of the said, <sighs> I'm like, this is what, how it was? The first time I watched that, I mean, because first time I was crying <laughs> with them. But the second time I was like, okay, this is a little too much. This I is get- why
0: this is why I always say I don't want to hear I don't want Kelly cry because when because when Angel Theory cries on this show, she gives it her all. I'm telling you, Kelly was a mess. I'm sitting there next to Casey. I'm like, okay, I know everybody else in this theater is crying because I can hear all the sniffles Man. and sobs. But when I tell you ugly cry going on, because I think even though I <laughs> So Luke has been one of my little favorite side characters on the show, just because he represents a portion. I feel like of the zombie apocalypse that still kept who he was at his core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. love that about him. Like all of this ugliness, it didn't change the way he was. It didn't mm-hmm. change who he was at a, as a person, he was still hopeful. He was still optimistic and, and, sometimes in the midst of all this grittiness you need to have a person like that now we Mm -hmm. knew when he was gone for so long and he automatically showed up a few episodes ago we already knew he was gonna die okay correct we already knew this and then amc kind of sort of spoiled it by posting a photo and so we were ready Yeah but it was and it was him I guess that was when he was you know when he got knocked out. When he fell.
2: Because Mm. again
0: he had a knife in his hand he was trying to kill those walkers when he got knocked down so that's why the knife was there. But we didn't know what that photo was. We just knew oh that's definitely Luke on the ground. He is definitely dying. So we were prepared but I think the women's performance in this made it even more harrowing because if you think about it this whole group this is the group that started the new era of the show together mm-hmm. they All did five of them and they survived this whole time just for luke to die right at the end yeah, and the, i was a little
1: emotional i mean i was emotional the first time but looking at the second time it was a lot but also i mean man y'all had him suffering I mean, y'all cutting off legs and he bleeding all over the place. I'm like, this is the worst death ever.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, they went to the hospital thinking they were going to have access to medical supplies, not knowing Pamela's bitch ass had to take back. all of the supplies.
1: So it was like a horrible, horrible death. I mean, it really yeah, was. It was. However, I would have cried more if he died on Fantastic Beasts, but that's just me.
0: I'm about to kick you off. This podcast, no, like
1: because I name. love him on there, so I would probably be more sobbing oh, if it happened oh, there. No, we're on not here.
0: gonna talk his th- no,
1: okay. I'm not because I don't never want him to ever leave that show. But I'm just saying I would have okay. been sobbing like that, okay, if it was on the other movie. Here, I was like, Okay, Lucas passed away, let's get out of here now. <laughs> let's move on, let's move on. And
0: poor Judith looked so <laughs> pale. I was like, you know what. This girl has been through it, but like I said last episode, are you really a Grimes if you ain't been shot?
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like, been shot. Oh,
0: but like man. good old
1: Daryl, good old Daryl with the the old blood with
0: the girl, the, the super blood, and the crazy and the thing was. As soon as Carol said we have to make sure your blood types match. I kind of figured that's what was going to happen, but that line about Merle used to make me sell it when we were kids, girl. That I was horrible. Hollering. <laughs> that
1: was horrible.
0: I was hollering because that is such a Merle thing to do.
1: Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you owe positive? Oh yeah, we need some money. we are <laughs> about to sell your blood." Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cuz if you yeah, think about it, that mama was probably sitting in the bed drunk with her cigarettes. was out wherever doing whatever they were probably staying away from him anyway so yeah they probably did need a a little bit of change and just the fact that it was just one of those things where he was like okay yeah mm -hmm. so you know how to do this and you know carol knows how to do it because she's probably been helping ezekiel Mm
1: -hmm. in the clinic clinic. Mm -hmm.
0: but the fact that he was just like oh yeah my blood goes with everybody (laughs)
1: i can pass it out like candy should have gave luke some i'm like we needed you to stay on hilltop when we needed blood and stuff come on daryl
0: there's not that much blood that they could have saved luke i mean i think they knew it at the time because i mean kelly was in earnest trying to wrap his leg but oh yeah it was
1: over it's over it was too much blood too much too much blood Mm-mm. and you can play the music when you go to sleep you know what <laughs> music man
0: i cannot stand you right now <laughs> i cannot stand you right now oh my god but um he digging for a harmonica okay you know what let that man have his one last hey, gesture keep with his family alive.
1: before he leaves he me yep they Had to teach it mm-hmm. to the children.
0: We're gonna keep it alive for you. The Luke the Music it, man? man. The Luke, the music man auditorium. That would be nice. They man. built it. We're gonna, they did. And, they probably and, did In visit. our dream, they built it. They, they built that for did. them. Well, with
1: his friends, they probably did. They did have a you know a place called Luke's Music.
0: Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they went to Governor Ezekiel and was like, We should do this,
1: and I don't know if I
0: I kind of agree with Kari Payton though. Kari Payton said on the uh, talking dead, he said he tried to convince Angela to come up with a moniker other than governor cuz you know, we don't have a good a good track record with governors on this.
1: No, shit. we do not.
0: Track uh, look, governors and doctors, but thankfully he and Tommy beat that curse. Right. I, you know, okay, so let's let's start on this. So, I believe at one point, one of you two said that Tommy was going to die. Probably me. But he survived. We'll get to the other ones later. A whole bunch of people like, should have died. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. What I was y'all That wants people to die, but with people as skilled as ours and the no, because they, they came up with. is. I really
1: thought Aaron was going.
0: Thank you. And y'all were hey. wrong. Casey yeah. will tell you when when Aaron made it all the way to the end, I was dancing in my seat. She was just like, oh Lord, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to talk to you and Michelle about this on the podcast. Mm. Because I have been saying it all along that Aaron was not gonna die. Say and just I was thought was not gonna die.
1: I thought Aaron was gonna die by sacrificing himself. That would have been really nice.
0: Nope. Oh, that would have been cool. They should have mm-hmm. talk, thought about that no we have enough children that's been orphaned no gracie don't need to lose her daddy so no i'm glad y'all were wrong about J- uh him i'm glad y'all were wrong about jerry who else were y'all wrong about now i would say i was wrong about lydia or ezekiel i was surprised about that because i thought one of the other was gonna die and then i was like okay he was well, also wrong about you thought um elijah yeah that's why oh that, i'm sorry i'm i said Ezekiel but I meant Elijah Oh, okay,
1: yeah.
0: because once Lydia got her arm cut off I was like oh and Elijah's in the crowd okay Elijah might not
1: make it but Elijah went with Jerry I thought him and
0: Jerry were going to be part of that crowd that was coming through the estates and they were but not in the dead (sighs) sense they came rushing through right before they closed the doors I was like yes I think I actually did that in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) theater
2: there
0: was a whole lot of yelling going on in that theater let me let you know
1: and it was so sweet with Elijah and Lydia, when they got together and he was like, kissing her head. I was like, oh, they're gonna have they're gonna get married, have some kids in the future. I love it.
0: <laughs> One arm babies.
1: Right. Yes. Now who who also should have died, but they made a good point of not killing her. Pamela. Pamela. Before they made that point, I was like, shoot her. And then after he made the point of this is, being in jail will be worse for her. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, make sure knows. she don't die. Hey, make he sure knows. she don't die. He
0: knows from experience he, Ma- yeah, he knows. knows he, said it to Maggie he knows, and
1: that's why Maggie is shot. What a- Lance. What Lance. So she won't be like, take me, Lance. Take me.
0: So that was only way take was me, Lance. Was is that she way going way slowly.
1: Take, take my cheek, Lance. Take it.
0: Was it just me, or did it seem like in the end, Pamela may have felt a little bit more for Lance than she was letting on, because when she saw him as a walker, the yeah. way she
2: looked at him... Of course! She
0: sure. looked so heartbroken. Yeah.
1: I think it also for her, signals the end. hmm
0: Not only that, too, but you have the... The end of people, everything. The two people who were the closest to her, because regardless of how she felt about Lance or whatever... She's mm-hmm. known him since before the fall. She's known right. him, I think, like they grew up together. They grew up together. Mm-hmm. So now your son is gone. The person that you've known the longest and who probably knew you the best, honestly, it's gone is too.
1: gone too. Mm-hmm. And that supported by... your cause.
0: So now you are surrounded by our General people. Mercer, General Mercer and all the Commonwealth soldiers, the Commonwealth soldiers who had your back but realized you were trash and turned on you and Cuckoo. all these thousands of people you had sitting outside your gates standing there watching them beg to come in
1: and you wouldn't open the door
0: while you was gonna watch them get torn to pieces right those are the only people and wasn't me it met. wonderful that father gabriel the person
1: who closed out all his people was the one to let the people back in yes it was okay i see you redemption i see what you did there father
2: Redemption!
0: We, we had some very good redemption arcs in this series. We did. We have to talk about that Negan and Maggie scene. Like, Ooh. Negan finally apologized. Yeah.
2: I was crying. Finally.
0: Oh, me too! You know, and I knew I figured that was going to come after he basically found himself in the same situation just the night before with his Mm, pregnant wife
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and for him to be like look I know I probably owe you more than this but I am so sorry for what I took from you and what I took from your son and Maggie's face was kind of like oh wait I wasn't expecting that yeah no she was not and it was just one of those I don't think she knew how to process it at first and mm-hmm. she just you know she took the rifle from him because he had taken the rifle he was going to go try and kill Pam because as he said if you do this it stays with you you don't come back from this and you have to come back because I think he saw when she killed the Reapers oh okay yeah you know what she is one step away from crossing mm-hmm. that line to where she yeah, can't to come back from
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: I think being in a position where you are now on the other end of all of that and you get to see, oh, so this is what it was like for people who were living under my fear, under my rule. You know, looking in the mirror is a great thing sometimes because mm-hmm. you get to see just how much of an ass you are. And again... I know there are still people out there who don't like Negan's character, who will never forgive him for what he did. And I understand it. I get it. But to sit here and ignore a story like his, like, it would be different if it was just like, if it was all of a sudden he was a change. Yeah, that would be hard. Mm -hmm. This was over the course of years and it gave, it, it was to the point where there were some times when we didn't know what negan was going to do or what way he was going to go
2: and so Mm -hmm. the fact that we
0: got to see him go from this evil person to this prisoner to a a person who was basically suicidal or like kill me i don't want to live like this and then we get to see the way he was before all of this started how he was a loving husband you know when it mattered to his wife when he tried to do everything to save her the way he was with the kids, the way he tried to, you know, contribute in his own way and still kind mm-hmm. of stay back from everyone until and even when he, um... he was like, uh-uh, I've earned this.
2: I right. deserve
0: to be here. Just seeing the whole arc of his character, you can't say that it wasn't a well-written redemption story.
1: It was. You know? And he even said it last week. If you haven't been paying attention. When he said if you haven't been paying attention.
0: He, he, yeah, he said you all are better than me. And if you think you I haven't don't been know that. Know that haven't and you been haven't been paying, paying, paying
1: attention. And people are not paying attention. Paying but attention I, I, but I, I mean, and I even love how she explained how she just can't be around him. And this is the reason why. I'm not just going to sit here and say these. Just walk away from me. I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm having a difficult time.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That conversation was so like when she. Mm-hmm.
2: But he needed now. to
0: hear all that.
2: Yeah, he yeah. did. But
0: all he was doing was finding people, taking out people, not getting who they were. And then, of course, we see once you get to know who a person is and what they were and mm-hmm. all of these things, yeah, you, you, you took out your threat so to speak but you also ruined a whole bunch of people's lives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not only that but you took out people who could have possibly been assets to you had you approached Mm -hmm. that from a different way but i mean mm. we see that hold on had- hold
1: on they also had to approach that a different way too but we can well i mm-hmm. mean
0: I, and i understand that that's what i was about to say but we've seen that throughout the series because again there have been times when our people have been like oh okay well if they can't fall in line then we're gonna take it rick said that about the alexandrians how is that not different from what is mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. now yes the ways that they went about some of those things totally different totally different You know, I don't see Rick using coercion to say, oh, okay, well, y'all finna be my wives. I'll let y'all do this if y'all marry me or whatever. Rick wouldn't have done that. But then again, Michelle wouldn't have been for that shit.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean- He he at least had that. He had um, someone that's his equal with a different perspective, which allowed him to not fall into, we just gonna
1: kill them and take their shit and I think
0: that's and I think that's the thing too because if you if you look at the way Negan was with certain people the other wives that he had I'm not gonna say okay I'm gonna be honest okay aside from knowing the fact that it was basically a transactional relationship. Oh, okay, well, I'll I'll save you if you be my wife, whatever, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We never really saw him, like we never saw him be abusive towards them. We know it was implied, okay? Yeah. But I feel like he was doing that with some of the, I don't want to say weaker ones, but the ones who were more scared of him. But if you notice the women who stood up to him Sherry, Sasha, Michonne, even when he was being an asshole towards them, he still had a little bit of respect for them as well. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe if Lucille, well, of course, if Lucille had lived, he would he probably would never have become that person.
1: No. Right. And then you then you have to look at it was a power um power play because. It was wise of husbands to keep the husbands in place. Mm-hmm. So we we know that some things happen. It may be some wives he never even, you know, touched that with yeah. or touched. It's just yeah. that they're gonna become my wife because I need your your husband to, to act to right. To get in line. Because I mean, mm-hmm. if you think
0: about it, the way that Negan got into um, power at the saviors, he had to kill and displace the previous leader. Mm-hmm. So If you're thinking about it from his point of view, okay, I need to make sure all these motherfuckers fear me Mm -hmm. so that there's no attempt to, you know, create an uprising. Because I mean, if you think about it, had Simon lived a little bit longer, he probably would have challenged Negan at that point because they were all at some point feeling dissatisfied with how Negan was handling the whole Rick situation.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Because they, they were like, Oh, these people are giving you a hard time. You need to go on and kill them,
1: right? Why? But, why is this but, even a discussion?
0: Right. But I think that was part of. It may have been part of the old Negan, saying, "Okay, you know what? Maybe we don't have to do all of this stuff. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I need to do just to make sure that that fear level is still there, but." We don't have to go overboard. I mean, think about it. Let's be honest. In the circle, he could have killed everybody. He could have gone back to Alexandria and killed everybody because they went in and killed about 100 of his people, supposedly.
1: That's true. He could have easily
0: killed somebody. And like he said, he was only going to take one. Abraham could have been just it. Now, we know that wasn't going to happen because of the way the storyline happened in the comics, the way that they... They wanted that to play out, but things could have been so different, but Mm -hmm. now I just really want the story to move forward because if you think about it, it's been 12 years. People grow, Mm -hmm. people learn from their mistakes People can come to regret the things that they've done. They can't go back and change it. He can never go back and change it. He can't bring Glenn back. He can't mm-hmm. bring Abraham back. He can't right the wrongs that he did with Sherry and Dwight and any of the other wives that he had. He can't change any of that. Right. But like Ezekiel said in the last episode, it's what you do from this point forward
2: mm-hmm. that matters. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So he he you have to see that between serving time and helping others that people can change. Because if you ultimately say that, okay, he did that, he can't change. So we're going to hate him forever. That's not fair because you hope that if you did something wrong and you redeem yourself, that you hope people see that you made changes and changes for the better.
0: Right. And I mean, all of us, like, I haven't smashed anybody's head in with the baseball bat, But I'm sure at some point in my life, I probably have hurt somebody to the point where they felt that kind of grief. We've all done that, Mm -hmm. whether intentionally Mm -hmm. or not intentionally. I wouldn't want somebody to hold that over me for the rest of my life because I may, I either made a mistake or maybe I did do something intentional to hurt Mm -hmm. you. But if I learn from it and regret it and want to change for the better, shouldn't I be allowed to do that?
1: And
2: try you should. to make amends as, yep,
1: you should. as necessary. But you, you know should. that's
0: gonna be that's gonna be a debate that's probably gonna take place. But that's a, that's a real debate that people have every day when people you know get out of prison. Oh, he gonna be the same. Oh, he he not yeah. gonna do nothing with his life. He just you know that that's something that goes on now. Right. Yep. You know, people don't. Once you do one bad thing. Every you're forever associated with that bad thing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether you come out and you know give to charity and turn your life around, start a boys and girls club, a mentoring program, mm-hmm. it, people still look like, Oh, that's the man they killed, such and mm-hmm. such. So it's now like you know that one event erases everything else you've ever done, and, mm-hmm. and, and not just with killing somebody, you know, it'd be women, you know, oh, that's the lady who did such and such, slept with all these people, and how she get married, and you know. It's that old adage of, yeah, turn the whole into a housewife, but some man has. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you, why you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, she can't change. Like, right. she could have been going through something, and this is why she wasn't. She got help, yeah. she got therapy, she got whatever she needed to do to change her life around. Mm-hmm. But that stigma of you is still there. Mm-hmm. And that's all that is. It's like people have to make a choice. Oh, yeah, I used to be
1: this way. Hell, T, I ain't the same person I was 15 years ago right
0: would right. you still hold me to we the same a standard year ago. i
1: was 15 years ago mm-hmm. or 25 years ago like before i had kids when i was in the streets every night you know what i mean right.
0: if you looked at me like oh i remember you used to man, that was 25 years ago <laughs> you know that's more than enough time to for me to have changed my life
2: mm-hmm. you know Very so it's like so. you
0: gotta give people a chance to grow and do better mm-hmm. and i think he has done that
1: yep and well, how
0: much How we'll see once dead city comes on right
1: and did we see him at the end in the future we no.
0: we got a mention of him he sent judith back her watch so he's often one of the other communities because i think when lydia and elijah came to the commonwealth they were they passing, like letters from other people so okay
1: like, okay
0: so i think okay. probably you know they're communicating between Alexandria and the Commonwealth, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Negan could be somewhere else, you know. They could have found another community or started another community, or maybe he went and back A's to their hotel their people, yeah, took yeah. their people and went somewhere. And maybe that's where he is, and they're just all like coexisting the way that they were, you know, back when Hilltop and the Kingdom, yeah, were I I mean, may, maybe they went to Kingdom 2.0. You know, maybe they, they Or Jerry have. Lynn. What do they call? They gonna yeah, call.
1: G- <laughs> well, they're going to be wherever a doctor is. Oh, they gonna be.
0: First of all, one thing I want to add. Nabila is beautiful in person. Beautiful. We didn't even realize it was her. She's so beautiful. I didn't realize it was me her, cause and cause her was so used me to me seeing her. Yeah. yeah. Wrapped up. She had on this cutout and the, th- and the hair okay. down and the makeup and let me tell you all of those some of those stars that that came out like we you know some of them you're going to recognize but some of mm-hmm. them have changed so much and i don't like not in a bad way like i i forgot somebody was there oh the girl who played um why can't her name no oh well her too because I'm not, because I wasn't used to her without the short hair. So when I saw her, I kept looking like, I know who that is. And I didn't realize it was her until I came, you know, got back to the hotel and saw her Insta- her Instagram. And I was like, wait a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. Carol's daughter? You mean Carol's daughter?
0: No, no, no. We're talking about Annie. Negan White. Negan oh, okay.
1: Because yeah. I was just surprised with Carol's daughter was like, oh, my gosh.
0: Right. On, on gets... the talking to, I was like, wait. I was like, who gave these children
1: permission like, wow. to up? Wow! Like, wow!
0: But um, who else was there? Oh, um, what was her name? She was the she was the chick from Oceanside that got killed when they were trying to get through um the herd. Short hair. I know her name is Brianna in real life. I can't think of what her character's name was, but she was there and she was blonde and I didn't realize who it was until like later on I happened to catch her from a glance and I was like I know her <laughs> so it was inter- Tara Alana Masterson she oh yeah I didn't even though she was there she was up on stage and I was like like is that Alana like that's Alana again that you know I see her all the time because she uh she and Christian Serratos are like best friends So I see her on her Instagram all the time but when I'm thinking about the show I remember Tara with the long straight hair or the ponytail and she Mm -hmm. had very short Mm kind of wavy hair and I was just like it's so weird seeing them like in front of me glammed up and not in Walking Dead. Covered in dirt and blood and mud and guts. Right. Right. But um, okay, we got some other things we gotta talk about. We're not gonna talk about the sad stuff yet. Let me tell you, princess blasted Mercer out of the jail, baby. Baby, get back and cover back. your head. I was like, I, I, I need a princess. I'm going Mercer. to get my man. man. I'm going to get my
1: and man. I missed it the first time, but that same time I heard, baby.
0: Baby, you're back. I was like, okay, she's about she's about to blast it open. She was like, okay, I'm coming to get him. Nobody puts Mercer in the corner.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> she gave she gave that sister a little time to get her hug in. Right. And and she what? Jumped get at, right. Like, and then she jumped her pole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They get an honorable mention for coordinated outfits at the end. I'm just saying. Yeah, on his dark purple suit.
0: She was so funny because when she had
1: multicolored <laughs> purple outfit on, right, and her purple beads across her whole head, I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Well, I
0: think uh, Princess's color was purple. that, that was Yes, color mm-hmm. in the and, so maybe he matching her.
1: No, I'm just saying they coordinate couple. That's power couple right there. Power couple mm-hmm. in the Commonwealth.
0: And he's the Lieutenant Governor. Yes. Hey. So, okay. Well, was it yeah was talking dead. it's a good it's a it's a good thing to see two brothers in charge leading the way I got no problem with it
1: at all and Ezekiel can't get away from that he's always gonna lead
0: and with him he was born to.
1: yeah so I mm-hmm. mean as much I just, as he may he can't run from that
0: I'm kind of like, he tried you know, to can can we call him something other than governor can we go back to King like we said we'll call him King Ezekiel he, he's king. he will always be King Ezekiel to mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. yes. So, whatever his kingdom looks governor. like, uh-uh.
1: Governor to... E. Governor E. No, how you feel?
0: Mm-mm. I can't. King Governor. <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay, I guess you
1: know. Come on,
0: come on. Okay, we gotta talk about Miss Badass Rosita Motherfucking Espinosa,
1: and she was, yes, she was. She from was Super Mama Bell.
0: Man, let me tell you,
1: John, we in that apartment. What?
2: What?
0: They walked. Whoever in filmed to the that scene, home. Yeah,
1: it was great. Yes,
0: all the babysitters like, have been. Wow! 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 You got somebody like, decapitated. I mean, the walkers are. The walkers are having a feast. And she walks in. She thinks that her baby is gone. She hears that crying. She takes off down that hallway. And I mean, literally, she runs in the door. A walker is behind the door, grabs her arm. She turns around, hits him. There's another walker in front of her. She shoots him. She turns around to the first walker. She shoots him. There's a walker on the ground. Now, what they did was, and we talked about this because we we, we've seen the clip of this. Mm-hmm. Whoever the babysitter was had enough foresight to try to protect the kids the best they can. They turned the crib over on the babies. There were three babies there. I know one of them was Coco. One was Jerry and Nabila's baby. I don't know who the third one was. Somebody said it might have been baby Adam, but I'm like, baby Adam should be like toddler Adam at this point. I feel like.
2: Just the walking dead world.
0: So anyway, she goes in, rescues her baby, They rescue the kids. Now, this is the part that I have a a little bit of problem with. Even though watching it again tonight, I was like, okay, I can kind of sort of understand, but no. So they're all, everybody's on their way to rendezvous at the hospital where Judith and Daryl and Carol and all of them are. But what happens is Rosita, Eugene, and Gabriel, their ride one is not working. Two, they they had to they had to go through a horde. They're surrounded by walkers. They get out of the ambulance and they start fighting. And there is like a little, you know, uh, storm pipe on the wall leading up to an open window. Rosina is telling Eugene to go up the pipe, and he was like, "No, you first And she was like, "I'll be behind you." Now, at first, I was wondering. I was like, "Why would she let?" Gabriel and Eugene go up first and not her the only thing that I can think of is one Eugene is the weaker of the three like yes Mm -hmm. Eugene has Eugene has come up Eugene can handle his own but still when it comes to pure strength I think out of the three she is the strongest and she she is. is the most skilled fighter Yeah, those two we're also holding babies and I okay I, I'm gonna say it from a mama's point of view we know how to handle our shit holding a child and getting other things done mm-hmm. they may not be used to that Gabriel may be a little bit because he is Coco's father and he does not he has not ever seemed like the type of person to be like oh okay well you gonna handle her and I'm gonna go over here yeah. he wouldn't do that because if that was the case why even claim her as your daughter in the first place she's not biologically yours
2: Mm -hmm. But he takes
0: care of her, so he probably knows how to maneuver around too.
1: Yeah, but he's the shooter.
0: Yeah, he's he's more
1: the the shooter. shooter. Mm -hmm.
0: And he had, you know, he had the gun. Eugene is probably the least experienced out of all three of them, fighting Mm -hmm. wise and child wise. Now, yes, he is also taking care of Coco, that's Coco's uncle, but not to the point where he's going to be able to protect whoever's child he has. Mm And fight
1: off the walkers. And climb the pole. And climb. See, that's my thing. Is it's gonna take him a minute to climb the pole, so mm-hmm. I I'm good over here fighting them while it takes him time to climb the pole. Yep. And then, mm-hmm.
0: plus, he'd be easier to just pull up if they them two. Right. 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 Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ain't but nobody the problem Eugene is, is- we, we can't
1: up. pull up Eugene. Mm-hmm. He we'll be like, I'm sorry, dude. just throw me the baby
0: (laughs) because he might be short but he he's you know yeah yeah he's yep so the thing is they get up the pipe eugene gets up gabriel gets up rosita is going up but at this point the herd is on her they are pulling at her clawing at her she can't she can't get a grip on the wall like the other two could She Mm -hmm. reaches out for them and then all of a sudden you see her falling backward and I tell you I missed it when we watched it live because everybody at this point was screaming and hollering Eugene's Rosita that was probably the worst sound I heard in this episode just the way Mm. Rosita because you know he feels like he's watching his best friend go to her death Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think Gabriel was like, I'm coming. I think he was trying to, he was trying to go to her and she slipped before he could get out that window good. And then the fight started (laughs) because Rosita gets up, she's got her weapon in her hand. She is slicing and dicing these walkers. She's protecting her baby she jumps up on top of this fire truck and then she jumps over to the wall again and this time she's finally able to get up when i tell you the damn orpheum theater went nuts
1: crazy
0: nuts that whole time like people were screaming and still trying to hear what was going on but it was like everybody was so emotional Because we just knew Rosita was dead. And then when she got up, everybody was cheering. Everybody was screaming. And we thought it was okay. We should have known better. Because after all the shit happens and they get a chance to kind of sit down and rest. She's over by the fireplace playing with Coco. Eugene is over sitting max is taking a nap with her feet in his lap i heard somebody say that's right eugene you massage them feet was that you Casey? who said
2: it Mm -hmm. somebody said it in the theater Mm -hmm. was like
0: yep eugene you massage her feet that's right and he goes over to her and it's almost like he's collecting himself to say anything but at that point i still was not i was not putting it together when he said I can't wait for summer. And he starts talking about taking Coco to Oceanside to teach her how to swim. And she will not look at him. And I think the first sentence after he said, I can't wait for summer, you could see a tear coming down her face. And I was just sitting there like, and you hear everybody in the theater go, oh shit, no, Uh uh-uh. You hear all this like collective disbelief. And the way, that let me tell you, Christian Serratos in this fucking episode, I mean, on the regular anyway, but in this episode, the quiet strength that she had for Rosita, once Rosita knew what her fate was going to be, I could not stop crying.
2: I yeah, was I just can... like,
0: when she finally sat there and told he was like, Rosita, when you fell, did you? And she just kind of looks at him, and he was just like, "Is that can win?" She was like, "Nope." He like, knew he couldn't save his friend, mm-mm. and
2: nothing
0: she knew it, it
1: too.
0: Yeah, and she's trying to tell him, she's like, you, "When you been on your back, ain't nothing to cut off."
1: Yeah, it, nothing.
0: Mm-mm. Nothing to cut off. Want going to cut off half your torso? And you know that was the thing that I was kind of. Curious about because if you look at the way she fell, she fell this way on her back. (laughs) Now, of course, she would have gotten up and turned around, but with that jacket that she has on, I don't see how a walker could have bit her. Now, I did see, I think it was a behind the scenes photo, I'm not sure if it was real or fake, of her with her shoulder exposed and she was looking over her shoulder like somebody was taking a picture of her injury and it was—it looked like her skin had been torn off like somebody like one of the walkers grabbed her and tore some of her skin off mm. that seems a little more likely to me especially considering she fell down they were all grabbing at her when she but, but a out. scratch ain't gonna kill you it depends I mean when I I'm not talking about scratch like her flesh was torn off Right. So if if they had gotten if they had gotten their fingernails or anything in her in her exposed skin, that would that would have exposed her to it. You Especially, think? Con- yeah, yeah. Well, it's already in you, so.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: but I, I was live- just like, because I guess mm-hmm. if depending on how you fall, and if- She rolled
1: over to get up, and that's when one. Got her on that back. Because when she came, when she popped up, she popped up this way, but she Mm -hmm. landed on her back. Mm -hmm. So she flipped over and got up and started swinging.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. So you could have got it as as you turning, you
1: know, because they
0: all down like this. Mm -hmm. So as you turn it around, as you turn it around, you know, here it come. You know, that's a good way to get her on the back. Now I'm down trying Mm -hmm. to get up on my hands and my knees. Right,
1: because mm-hmm. she she instinctly rolled over to protect the baby and realize oh, I still can pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because I think, and I think at that point she probably wasn't even thinking about herself. She was like, I am not about to let my child become a meal. That is right, and
1: really, happen. if she rolls over, and even if they took her,
2: save her,
1: right, and if they took her, the baby would be underneath and be okay. That they, they would just have to hurry up once. The the swarm moves to get her off of the baby.
0: They they probably so she did
1: the right thing by flipping over.
0: Yeah. But oh, when she sat there and she looked at him and she was like she was like I need you to pull your shit together. I don't yeah, she did. I don't want them to know yet. And he was like I can't. She was like you'll be okay. And she was like cuz I'm still here. When she said that, I lost it. I lost it just the way that she said it. I was done. I was done. I was like y'all really finna make us lose Rosita but I was like mm-hmm. at that point I was like okay we don't have any of the big deaths in the episode and I felt like at that point because at that point everybody was safe then they had already you know they had already saved um, the the, pe- the people or no not yet but they you know Judith had been taken care of for the most part mm-hmm. I just felt like yeah, I don't think they're going to give us any other big deaths. I was kind of wondering once they got to the part where they were trying to take back the Commonwealth from all the walkers, I was like, okay, we might get one more death, but no, it didn't happen. And I am glad. I don't care what y'all say. I don't need to have multiple deaths for a serious, I don't need to be de- depressed. What I'm, about depressed- I'm depressed enough that the show is over. I didn't need to be mourning <laughs>
2: people. <laughs>
1: we we definitely could have had one more Mm -mm, mm -mm. just one it's like you teased it and you, you like teased and
0: made it seem as if these people were gonna die at different points throughout the show and like all this foreshadowing I like the fact that they didn't die because they did that shit so much with us with Glenn that I was like no uh uh If y'all gonna kill him, just just kill him. Don't don't
1: give me the tease. But I like how Rosita went. She was able to have a Thanksgiving dinner.
2: Yeah. It it wasn't Thanksgiving you're right? Right.
1: A Thanksgiving dinner with all her loved ones. And she was in a nice room. Nice pretty room. It wasn't out in the wilderness. Nice pretty room. Lay with her baby for a while, had visitors. Let me just
0: say Gabriel
1: prayed over. And then they gave
0: it a beautiful death.
1: They did. I'm going to say it was very like, that's the way to go.
0: It's very In, in that
1: type of world. You see what I'm saying? In that type of world.
0: But I will say for the final time, Judith asked me to stay out of grown folks' business, all in the business, watching what everybody else, stay in the child's place and then she realized what she r- what has everybody not been a is. child since she's been a child so. her age says she a child so she should have set her child ass at the child table paying attention to what they was doing but no you all in there all all in adult spaces, seeing what the hell they doing but, now you realize but here's the thing. About it's not she wasn't even she wasn't even being nosy or whatever she pretty much was doing the same thing rosita was she was like my family is here my family's safe, and I think she was really just looking around at the people that she loved, like, we're all here, and we're all okay, and she just happened to look over, she's smiling at her auntie, her TT Rosita, and she realizes that she's just like, you know, again, Judith is not a child in, in the regular sense of the word.
1: She, she picked what
0: that was. Right,
1: but what she picked on was Gabriel, because I have it playing right here, and he looking, wait a second, why Rosita acting like, she ain't look distant look little funny he kept saying are you okay this is perfect i want to remember this moment
0: and then he was like wait what and what? Then she tells the look- him i think he tried to hide it but when she turned around she when she was holding his hand and she turned around to look at him and she wiped her face i think that's when judith knew because again i mean it, it's kind of obvious. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, just like we didn't know they broke up, but we knew they broke up.
1: It's mm-hmm. one of those things. You read in right. body he...
0: language and you read mm-hmm. the way that they are interacting with each other. And, yep. and
1: she crying and but silent she tears. and a he
0: smile on her face. Mm-hmm. She kept the smile on her face the whole time. She was just like, look, my people are safe. My daughter is safe. Everybody that I love is safe. And I'm sure at that point, she probably also figured out, you know, maybe Judith had told her or, you know, Daryl had said something about, oh, so the reason why Michonne didn't come back is because she out looking for Rick. So maybe in her mind, too, she thought, oh, okay, they're going to come back and everything is going to be okay. And she was at peace. She was like, okay, you know what? We're good. They're good, they'll be okay once I leave. I think her main concern at the end, either way, at the end was Coco. She mm-hmm. wanted to make sure Coco was gonna be all right, and she knew she had Father Gabriel. She knew she got her best friend, Gene, yeah. They're gonna take great care, they're gonna make sure that she is
1: okay. Period. At the end of the day,
0: right now, I the people who came to see her are the people who were with her when she died. You had Carol and Maggie who brought her in the room. And these are the people who, you know, out of the group, some of them, you know, who knew her the longest. Like mm-hmm. literally her introduction to Maggie was, oh, we got to go. I mean, we got to go save my sister. That whole thing with them taking them to the hospital and Beth being brought out. Rosita was there for that, you know? Was she? Yes, that was that was the introduction of Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita. They it sure come, was, because they pulled yep. up in the fire yeah. truck. Yep. They pulled up, they pulled up so at after the church. Maggie found Glenn. And
2: yeah. that was
0: okay. and that was when um they pulled up at the church just as they were getting ready to go to Atlanta because Maggie had found out that Beth was alive. Mm-hmm. So Noah showed them where to go. They pulled up because when she was had when she was over there falling out on the ground Rosita and Abraham and Eugene were off to the side like looking like we don't know what to do Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then you had Carol you had Daryl standing in the doorway I was like I'm kind of glad they didn't give us a goodbye scene with Daryl and Rosita because again I feel like those two were like brother sister and they had Mm -hmm. a really good relationship and if I had seen Daryl have that kind of scene with her i would have lost it again but just the fact that he was just sitting there kind of hovering like you know he probably Mm -hmm. already said his goodbye they probably already said their goodbye and they probably went something like don't you get all sappy i ain't getting sappy you know that sort of thing because that's right that's kind of the relationship they had so just sitting him sitting there watching him watch her and then seeing her final moments with her baby and her final moments with mm. Gabriel, it's kind of like she and Gabriel exchange that glance. It's kind of like, I don't have to say it, but you know, you know, mm. and he takes the baby, he walks out and then here comes Eugene. And I was just like, right. by this And point, then he does
1: tell, Gabriel tells her, we'll see you again.
0: By the time you so, oh, so walked sweet. in, girl, I'm like snotty nose, face all swollen crying just done yes and he's like Rosita he was like what'd he say I wouldn't be half the man I am if it weren't for you and she says Mm -hmm. I'm glad it was you in the end and then she peacefully dies off and I was just like and then the next time we see him it's at a little. He memorial. got a baby named Rosie. He got a baby name Rosie, and it's at the little the little memorial fountain, which we're gonna talk about the fountain in a minute. We got to go back a little bit, but I had to go ahead and get the Rosita stuff out because oh, I still can't watch that.
1: And I'm and then I'm glad they didn't show us like who had to, you know, end her life.
0: Eugene. That's why she said it. That's oh, why she's... was like, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's you in the end.
1: Oh, I hate that he had to do it.
0: But you know what? He probably not It's good that it somebody was somebody it. Yeah.
2: I
1: know, but I'm just saying that had to be just, you know, I got some tears now, I had to be heartbroken.
0: Of course. So of course. And he loved her, he loved the hell out of her. Mm-hmm,
1: oh my God, he did. He okay.
0: loved the hell out of her. So when they
1: had he that did scene and he sorry, was sorry, Max. Ready,
0: and when when no, I don't. I think at that point it had evolved to something different. But when-
1: I know, but it's just it, 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 the love that he has for Rosita and the the respect he has for Re- Rosita and just the type of person that. she was. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just I being mean, realistic. I mean, Couples therapy. I'm being realistic here. I understand. You understand. I ain't saying the same type of love, but you know, a couple times he'd be like, "Oh, she's not Rosita." I'm just saying he loves Max.
2: Oh, but
1: but they're gonna be some some times. He wasn't, she wasn't Rosita. Okay, all right, keep going.
0: But when I tell you, when he was sitting there trying to get it in his mind that she was gonna die, he just said, It's just that I love you so much. And she just looked at him, she was like, I love you. I can't even, I can't even do it. I know that's Uh, it's
1: deep. uh,
0: Oh, because we don't get scenes like that Mm -hmm. in this show. Not often. When do you, ha- like, really? When do you? Ha- when do you really have time to actually sit there
2: and process the most peacefully
0: steps. dies? Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't get it very often. And they've had not in had, this world, not in this one. And they oh. got a real chance to. It, the send off she got, nobody ever got. Nobody. Not to, no, because nobody else was was peaceful. I mean, even if you think Carl. About- no, Carl wasn't peaceful though. Remember they they had, had this whole thing where they were getting away from Negan. That's oh, I wasn't why... I wasn't even
1: thinking about that. Yeah. I just I just was thinking that they had time, time to pro- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, process time to, time to talk her. to them, time to talk. And I I'm more thinking of that type of peace that he was around his family than these other ones who are on the ground and your guts being poured out and you yeah. just done and they got to run away.
0: But I mean, right. if you think about it, Carl was on the ground too. He was in the burnt out church. He didn't get the love Probably, uh, in his bed. Deanna. Deanna did de- another one. No. But she, she was on the couch and she ended up being a walker helping, you know, well, before she turned no, into a walker. No, because if you think about it, what happened, Deanna was in the upstairs bedroom and when they were trying to get away, she got up and she rushed the walkers. So she didn't even have a peaceful death because she died being torn apart by walkers.
1: Because yeah, she so was that's trying not... to give
0: them time to get away. I think the only other one I can really think of right now that comes to the top of my head was Bob, and his was even his was after a trauma because he had mm-hmm. been taken by yeah. the um, by the terminus Termin- people. They had taken his leg. They had eaten the tainted meat.
2: Tainted they meat. came back
0: into the church. Rick killed them. And, you know, everybody got killed. Yes, he got a chance to be in, you know, in a bed. And, you know, Sasha was there with him. Tyrese was there with him. But still, that was, it wasn't peaceful the way that Rosita had. Rosita was, like you said, she was able to have, enjoy a meal, seeing everybody happy. And mm-hmm. then after everybody had that happiness, that's probably when she had to, when she broke the news.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. I'm so glad we didn't see that either.
2: Mm. I, wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't have been able to make it. I wouldn't have been able to make it. Ugh. Now let's get to the good part. The whole purpose of us being here. Wait, we still got other stuff to talk Were about? Were you talking about the
1: end? Okay, yeah. no. We still got Pamela.
0: We still got, got, got pa- jail.
1: Okay, yeah, she in jail. She in jail um, it was nice.
0: That, we got to talk about that Scooby-Doo
1: plan they came up with. <laughs> like, we, like I felt like we were in the video game. Okay, everyone, go to the central corner. Then when you get to the central corner, make a right. Stay together. We'll meet up at the med, medical oh, bay. I was like, are we in the video game? Like, we transitioned real quick to get. Okay, so they blew up some walkers. But I like what Daryl said to convince Pamela. you didn't really convince Pamela you convinced what did you call that woman next to Pamela oh
0: you talking about the trifling I I don't even remember the fake general
1: yes the The fake fake general general convinced him not to kill um, father Father Gabriel when he was opening the door and he said you know come on people come on we should not be doing this we don't
0: have to live like this
1: right we are not the walking dead
0: we ain't uh uh-uh he said we ain't we ain't the the walking walking dead I'm sorry
1: we ain't the walking dead we ain't the
0: walking dead with my
1: super blood we ain't the walking dead
0: yeah he was like we have other enemies besides each other like it doesn't have to be this way Mm. but I also he was you trying so hard to make the new world like the old world he said that Mm -hmm. was a fucking problem right <laughs> but we've been saying this we said this from the moment we were introduced right. to the commonwealth we were like this is going to be a problem because you're bringing back old ideals you're bringing back old prejudices old uh mm-hmm. egos old mm-hmm. all of this stuff there's a reason why the world fell
2: it work. yep
0: so why would you want to go back to that We've been saying this from jump
2: because she was right. on top. That's why people right. that are
0: people that are empowered want to remain in power, in power. right? Even in the middle of a fucking
1: zombie apocalypse, right? I want to be the. That's why her son, her son was bold. gonna be in her son was gonna be in charge. I mean, they wouldn't even having no no elections. So then, General Mercer, appointed. Mm-hmm. 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 General Mercer. General Mercer, arrest her. For treason.
2: Mm -hmm. After she arrested him for treason.
0: (laughs) I mean, turnabout is fair play. (laughs) And then what they did was they let let the people in the gates. And again, Mm -hmm. Father Gabriel was the one who did this. He started walking towards the gates. All the Commonwealth soldiers had their guns on him. They're like, stop, we'll shoot. He was like, I'm letting these people in and I'll kill anybody who tries to stop me. I was like, "All right, that shit too. He said that shit with his chest. Father son.
1: Right. But he also, though, he has damn backup around him. Like, y'all motherfuckers shoot him. Excuse me. Y'all shoot his ass. We're going to shoot like, you.
0: <laughs> Carol was like, we'll and don't fight forget, back. we got two snipers. Oh, and they didn't even know where Maggie and Negan was at that point. They just Ooh. all of a sudden, oh, Lance, Lance, uh, Walker Lance's head just exploded. Like, oh, where would that come from? Oh, hey, yeah. Maggie. Hey, boo. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Then they had a secret plan to blow up all the nice houses with the walking dead. That
0: was Maggie was to, like, oh, that, that was, was a good way to, to get, to get rid of that hierarchy.
1: Yeah, it, everybody <laughs> everybody's staying in apartments now.
0: Did you hear <laughs> everybody. what, did you hear what Carol said when they had Pamela in the jail and she was talking about uh, what was it that uh, Pamela P- Pamela said uh, you don't know what it's like to leave people, blah, blah, blah. And Carol was like, that's okay. We'll figure it out. At least we don't have to worry about what happened, what what to do with y'all. Who gets house. your house. Because <laughs> <laughs> they blew the shit up out their house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, they because you know the house that they had the stuff in. So basically, what they did, they went and got some of the fuel from wherever they keep their fuel reserves, which I'm not surprised is right there in the rich part of town. So they go get the fuel, they set these traps, they put the fuel in the suit like in the sewer tunnels, they put them upstairs, and they jerry rigged a record player. So that when it when the arm came off the record player, there was a little spark and it set off all the fuel drums. Now the sad thing is, or the funny thing is, depending on which way you want to look at it, they showed the surroundings of the house that all the fuel that the fuel drums were in. And all you see is old pictures of Pamela and Sebastian and her husband. <laughs> I was like, oh y'all finna blow up Pamela's house. Make sure she really doesn't have anything to look forward to. So so any nothing,
1: no pictures, nothing.
0: Right. So in that sense, as a mother, I feel sorry for her because now you have you really have nothing left to remember your son by. But yeah, she kind of deserved it. And did you notice that the jail cell they put her in was not one of the nice ones like they had Mercer and Seb- I mean Mercer and Lance in. They gave her like a a, a, a Thugged out. It didn't even have no padding on the wall. None. It get cold mm-hmm. in <sighs> there. Question. So, because they did that, and it's it's one of two things: either the upper crest community was far enough away that it didn't affect the other community, or was their pipeline system totally different? Because how did it only blow up? That and not get to the rest of the area. I you think understand what far, I'm saying? if you look, if you look at the aerial views, but they're uh, showing the
1: right now, up, it's far away.
0: It looks far, okay. far enough mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. They got like a nice thick forest between the regular okay. folks.
0: Because I'm like, how did and blow the rich people didn't blow.
2: None because
0: th- they were probably in the old world. Those were probably two separate communities. And just when the Commonwealth started getting built, they probably mm-hmm. put around a wall around the whole thing. Mm. That That's what I'm thinking. But either way it goes. <laughs> but that do was you my question. That?
1: I ain't growing up everything.
0: But okay. because Even, even when sense. you see the walkers coming through, um, they're coming from the woods.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like right. The herd. So... But yeah, I was feeling I was feeling a little bad. I was like, "Oh, Judith, your little friend is at the door." She was at the gate. I was like, "Okay, Pamela." And and the crazy thing was, Pamela was standing there, looking at them, trying to get into the gate. And mm-hmm. they got to a point where the soldiers were shooting them, like the people who were climbing the walls. They were shooting them off the walls, like.
2: So you are just who? gonna shoot your people? You don't
0: you know, and that's the reason why she's not in, in power now. That's the reason why mm-hmm. her soldiers turned on her. Because if you think about it from the soldiers' point of view, okay, if you're going to let the quote-unquote lower people go first, who's going to be next in line? Us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, hell, that's probably where some of them live. Are they families? That they, and She was like, oh, that means they'll go to the lower wards first. Yeah, the lower wards is where all the soldiers, is, that's where all the regular folk, all regular the working folk were are they not up there with Pamela and her people? But notice you didn't see none of Pamela's people around. So I don't know what happened to them. No, they
1: were in their house, but they were told you either gonna stay and get blown up or you're gonna come out with us and help. And they came out and helped. Mm. Yeah. They were able to pack a bag. Pamela couldn't. They gotta take a couple pictures with them and found them apartment or north side. Mm.
0: And hell, there had to be some accommodations unless they just had big ass houses with uh only one or two people. In. And and that that could which is be, possible it be that is they possible. That big ass house, and it was just
1: her, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But let's go talk about something else, so we can segue into Casey's favorite part that's of the show. Yes. So during one of the one of the parts where Judith has regained consciousness um this is the first time that she gains consciousness that she's still very weak and she's she's looking around she's trying to figure out where she is she asked daryl she was like where am i he was like you're in the hospital she was like why why am i gonna die and he was like no you're not gonna die she was like it feels like i'm gonna die but i can't die because mom's going to get dad and she's gonna bring him back and we're gonna be together again we're gonna be a family the look on daryl's face like what the fuck? You want to get dad. It's that? It's almost like he was trying to figure out if she was telling the truth or if she was, delu- she was delusional <laughs> from the blood loss. And then the second time that she regains consciousness after uh they've gotten her to Tommy and Tommy has done surgery to you know get the bullet out and everything, she looks at him and she was like, What I said about mom and dad. He was like, Is that true? She said it's why she never came back. I was scared to tell you because I thought you would leave too. And Daryl and Carol are looking at each other like, Rick is fucking alive? Like, what? What? But Daryl's like, I'm not gonna leave. I'm not gonna go anywhere. And you know, she she, she has a valid reason and I've said this before because people were like, I don't understand why she's not telling him. Um, do y'all remember that Daryl lived off the grid for 18 months looking for looking for Rick? Yeah, he did. He would not I even did. come into Alexandria and take a shower or sleep in a bed because he felt like he felt a little bit of guilt and he felt like mm-hmm. I have to find him, I have to bring him home. Mm-hmm. Even if his even if it's his body, I need some closure. Mm-hmm. We need some closure. Because again. I feel like Daryl feels like part of that is his fault because of what him and Maggie were trying to do, trying to go kill Negan. He was trying to distract Rick. They ended up in that damn hole with the walkers
2: mm-hmm. and that just
0: wasted a whole bunch of time and ended up with them being in this position where Rick had to quote unquote sacrifice himself to save them.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about Rick I know we got other Wait, stuff wait, no, 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 no. What? We're not there quite
1: yet. Oh. We have to do the one year. One year.
0: We get, we... Okay.
1: Because we're going to we gonna end with that.
0: Fount. Yeah. About the what? So not Hanako said she wanted to say something about the fountain. We... Go ahead.
1: What, what's we're going on with the fountain?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, I was just looking at the fountain. I was like, so did they build that in the lower section or did they rebuild that like... In the estates, as like it a looked monument. like it looked like a monument, because when they were up on the little thing talking, all that behind them was clear. Everything was clear. Yeah. Okay. And that so could have been sure a park
1: you're... that we never saw before, too. No,
0: nah, they probably turned that estates into. Because uh, that's a lot to... of no, that's a that's lot a of lot rebuilding yeah. Because
1: have. it like the ground has sunken in. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's it, I think it's behind the curtains, so they you don't see what's behind the curtains. <laughs> they, they're covering up the burnt forest behind you. That could have been a part that was already there that's been dedicated.
0: Okay, that's right.
1: Max went to a different hair store. I'm
0: dead, <laughs> I found a new wig. Built,
1: yes, she did. Yes, she did. She had the baby. She had to get a new one.
0: You know, hair grow when you have, when you're pregnant. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, it's the vitamins and yeah. nutrients mm-hmm. that the baby yeah. gives
1: you. Okay. So she, that was her own hair then. Okay.
0: So, yeah, we we get the, we get the one year later. Everybody's happy. You get to see Magna. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanksgiving scene. Magna and Yumiko are back together. Back
2: together. <laughs> back together again.
1: Life is too short now. Come on.
0: And you know, the funny Let's thing is, they, they were talking about it on Talking Dead and uh, Eleanor Matsuru was saying that when they got the script, you know, I think the kiss happened between them. But then when it came to the year later part, Apparently they weren't together anymore. And Magna supposedly had a new girlfriend, and she said oh she no. was like, "Uh uh-uh.
1: uh, we're not doing this."
0: She said she called Angela and was like, "Can we please let them have their happy ending? Like,
1: right? Can that
0: be a thing?"
1: And I'm like, like "Why would we end that Thanksgiving, y'all kissing, and then a year later you with another? Be like, I nah, mean, we're not doing this."
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's realistic. Some people just aren't meant to be together. And I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm gonna be very honest. I was not one of the people who bought into Magna and, and Yumiko's relationship because really? you, I, I didn't at first. Like it was so weird because at first it was like they were just friends, and then all of a sudden out the blue, they're they're kissing each other when they when they were um this was when Alpha infiltrated the carnival.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They kissed each other to go one way and to go the other way. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're together. And then you got the one scene of them, you know, the one love making scene that we had of them, which I will admit was, was quite hot. But it's like, other than that, I didn't really feel like, it's. it was kind of like one of those relationships I felt like was kind of thrown in there, like Rosita and Gabe. Like you have us, when we first meet them, Magna is distraught because this guy who was part of their group, ends up getting killed and I thought oh that's her boyfriend Mm -hmm.
2: which
0: could have been but I never saw her and Yumiko act in a way that would have suggested that they had interest in each other I just and maybe if I go back and rewatch it now I'll probably see it but I never saw it so when it happened I was like that came out of left field like where did that come from I it wasn't that I didn't like it I was cool with it once I realized okay I guess they're together but again it just felt like we would get like these intermittent scenes of them together. And then Magna disappears because of the cave-in. And then she comes back and she's angry. And then she has this breakup scene with Yumiko. Yuma- I can't do this anymore. I was like, you can't do what? You ain't been here to do shit. Like, I was so yeah, You know what? And I'm I'm with you
1: too on that. Yeah. I was so yeah, confused. It, it, yeah. It was but, like, wait, what? Did I, miss like,
0: I saw more of it after they broke up like once they got into the commonwealth and you could kind of see them stealing glances at each other while uh-huh. Nico was up here being an attorney and Magnus down here being a server like you could kind of see that they're kind of like um, I kind of want to be with you I was like I see it more after they broke up than I saw it before when same with together. Gabriel Rosita I never like when they first got together I was like this is weird I mean him and Ann were weird. Him and Rosita, I was like that flew over my head. I couldn't see how that even happened, especially when she had Sadiq, because I felt all the chemistry with her and Sadiq, in just a few the few scenes that we had them with. Uh, that we had. But
1: see, wait, wait you, you well, I got it because if you really looked at it, when Gabriel was with Anne, I mean, he was laying the lines down he's a line giver so that's what he did with Rosita and I Rosita and Sadiq was like oh we you know we on the break and Gabriel was at you know at night just talking to her and they were like well what, <laughs> what else what, what's the, what, what we need to do let's go ahead and do it and she enjoyed it
0: I mean and, and that
1: I, was their relationship
0: there's a lot up under that little I, father suit
2: right
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I get it it was just again that was one of those relationships that threw me for a loop but then at the end when you know Yumiko was turning to Magna she was like can we talk Magna was like talk no bitch kiss me I was like yeah I was one of the people who was cheering because I was like that's what I'm I trying. really wanted out of the end yeah. of this series like I knew that there would be some deaths. I knew that there would be some heartbreak but I was like, if you're going to end this show, if there's a possibility we may not see most of these characters again, please let them be happy. They have been fighting and fighting and That's fighting true. and fighting and fighting for this whole time. Let them have some peace. Let them have some happiness. So when mm-hmm. they kissed, I was like, okay.
1: It's like they on won't the give Daryl no happiness.
0: He got a little happiness. He rode off into the sunset. Okay, here's the. He got a thing. motorcycle back. So this is the other, this is the thing that did piss me off about this episode. Y'all been teasing this whole Daryl and Connie thing,
1: and then did it again. And
0: even in this episode, at the end, she's sitting there having a nice little picnic with her friends. Daryl comes in. She sees him. She grabs her bag. She gets up. She runs to him. And it's just a hug. You should they, rely, said, regular hey, conversation.
1: Why, why? Why the hell we got this? I mean, you could have <laughs> just left this on the on the cutting room floor. I didn't need this. down. I I didn't need this.
0: I I'm just. It was a closure and, for and, their relationship.
1: And from what? of what. <laughs>
0: From what I am trying to help. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't I don't
0: I haven't read all of the interviews yet, but apparently there was there was an interview where Angela Kane said that there were that there were plans to go in that direction, but when Lauren Ritloff left to do the Eternals, it kind of messed the timeline up and how they had to film things. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, that ain't no excuse. You could've the same way you threw Yumiko and uh Magnet together at the end, that's that's all
1: we could have had right there. They could have, she could have ran into him, gave him a hug, and gave him a kiss, or did that one year at the Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, and then one year later, he got to leave. Yeah, it could have
0: worked, it could have worked.
1: We would have been there, or right now, and then he ends up leaving, and then you know, that's the end. Give us something,
0: just a little something. Give him a reason to fight to to want to come back from France, however the hell he gets. <laughs> but the other so, thing in this one year is the the scenes with Daryl and Carol.
2: Those were some you. of the best. You're scenes. my best friend.
0: And like solidified that in writing. In writing, it was on it was on my screen in closed captions. Yeah you're my best friend oh okay so for all those people who were like yeah they're soulmates. they're meant to be together i'm not
1: they're best friends and, and the thing about it is i i don't even i don't ship them together and I, mean, never they, ship I don't even them feel them like that they, they, it truly feels like a best friend soulmates that's how they are yes and to yeah, me
0: that's how it carol always seems so much older than him and especially like in the beginning when um he was doing all that searching for Sophia.
2: Mm-hmm. It
0: seemed more like she was he was doing he wasn't doing it like in a romantical way. He was doing it as a hey, I'm your friend, let me have, help you find your kid. I've I've always felt that. I've always yeah. felt that. It's like even thinking about them being together in in that way is weird to me because it feels like you said, Michelle, it feels like best friend soulmate like
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like
0: this person is closer to me than my than a brother would be closer yep. than a sister like mm-hmm. there's immense love there yes but i've never looked at it as romantic love and i think i think that one little scene also confirmed that as well
2: so mm-hmm. i don't
0: know and plus like somebody said uh notice she's staying behind in the commonwealth where ezekiel <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. That's who she's gonna get back with. Because she's gonna get her baby daddy.
0: That I have felt. Yes. Like many a time. Even from the beginning, when she was looking at him like he was crazy, there was something about him that she was drawn to probably because of his ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. And even when they was right before he got kidnapped, and they in the store. I mean in the um Yes. In the bakery.
2: Even then, I like thought they- I
0: recognized mm-hmm. your footsteps. He was yes. like, uh, "You know me a little too."
1: Yeah, she's like,
0: "Well, that's what happens when some you, pastries when you're married to someone." For I know like them footsteps years. naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh remember, they did have some cuddle time before he left for. Was it before he left for when he got the surgery? was it after the cer- start. remember it, what? when they when he brought her the box of stuff no, 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 they had no, no, wine no. together you're and- talking about cuddle cuddle time i'm talking about they had some in between the sheets time before he left for the commonwealth you don't remember that yes they slept together and when she got ready to leave he, says, yes. he said something about oh oh well well we still you know we still working that way and she was like that was never the problem Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yes. look at y'all being He did say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yep, mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. But that scene between them, if it, it really felt like a goodbye, and I think it cared for me as a fan. A hey, goodbye between who? Weight. Huh? Daryl
2: look,
0: and Carol. Daryl and Carol. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, it really felt like it carried more weight for me because you know, Carol was supposed to be in the spinoff with him. And now she's not. She's staying behind. She actually has Lance's job in the Commonwealth. So she is one of the leaders of the Commonwealth. She is going to stay behind and help make that a better place, which I'm glad for. But it's like that who that scene with them at the lake. And then when he got ready to leave and he told her I loved you, she was like, I love you too. I was like, Y'all, don't do this to me, y'all. Can't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was you, sweet. Never part. I was like Mm-mm. y'all can't and I love it that Daryl wherever it oh wherever Daryl is going because I think when Maggie when they went to go see Maggie they had a conversation or she was saying you know there are, uh, I think she said there are others out there and I want to talk about that you know again she's talking about okay we need to start expanding we need to start mm-hmm. building relationships and I was like, I like that. I like that. So Darryl was doing what he was going to do, what he was doing with Aaron. He's going out. Finding people. Finding people. And he tells Judith, he was like, if I see or hear anything, I'll bring him home. I'll let you know I'll bring them home. Okay.
1: And then All Judith was
0: right. like, Uncle Daryl, you deserve happiness too. Yes, your happiness is over there having a picnic with her sister. Okay. Mother. Go get your girl.
1: They better give him somebody when he goes to Paris. That's all I got I to say. I don't want him to
0: have nobody in Paris. He needs to come home to Connie.
1: <laughs> well,
0: he needs to come home to Connie. He do not gonna have happen. nobody in Paris. I'm sure Daryl don't know how to speak French. He don't need to try to learn. Just learn enough to get the fuck out of there so you can come back home. Why they always putting him in situations where he don't know the language? You know what, though? <laughs> I'm French. ready to see it because I just want to see how he's gonna maneuver through that situation? I just want to see it. It's gonna be funny. He is as country as country, and I'm can here for it. Yes.
1: Okay. And, and I don't
0: see. I don't foresee parents having many forests where you gotta track and hunt down your own food. And I don't. I, don't, I don't see it. Many mm-hmm. woods. I mean, you gonna hunt on the Eiffel Tower? I mean, well, I, I have it. heard. I I have heard some of the like leaks about some of the scenery or some of the um, sets that they're doing. Uh-huh. I don't know how true they are, but I don't want I, I'm really getting to the point where I'm going to try to stay away from as much as I can about his show. I'll probably watch when they release a trailer. Right. But other than that, I want to go into this totally blonde. Blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Dead, Dead City. Mm-hmm. And let's go on ahead and talk about Ricky Michon.
1: Yes, go ahead.
0: First of all, did y'all see how beautiful she looks? Of course. So like, oh of course God. we did.
1: Of course. Mean, gorgeous. That outfit was amazing. I'm Girl, just
0: wasn't so, it? So let's let, okay. So let's kind of work. I was just so happy to see her slice something. I was just so let, let's let's talk about Miss Michonne, Michonne. Okay, carry on. So we get a coda. <laughs> At the end of the episode, mm-hmm. and it starts out with a with a you know a match being struck, and then you hear this dialogue. They are both speaking, and they're both writing in a notebook, and it appears from the way from the things that they are saying, Michonne is writing to Judith. Rick is writing to Michonne. So Mm -hmm. from the way that the scenes play out, Rick's is taking place in the past. Michonne's is taking place current current time. So Mm -hmm. Rick, wherever he has been, he's barefoot. Now he has his boots. That's the thing. He has his boots. Mm -hmm. He has his bag. He has his journal. And he's also got on a dun-dun-dun. He's got on a CRM jacket
2: Uh Uh
0: and he's got a CRM staff weapon, just like Silas had in the world beyond
2: Uh when they were
0: using to kill walkers,
2: Uh Hmm,
0: the plot thickens. So he's having this conversation in his head with Michonne talking about the people that he's loved and lost and the things that they taught him and the things that she taught him And how he's holding on to that. And he's trying to get back. I was like okay y'all. First of all. Let me say. When that match struck. In that theater. You could feel fucking electricity. That whole place erupted. Erupted. To the point where I was shouting. I was like y'all shut up. Because we didn't have closed captions. On the screen. Right right so you can hear him saying stuff in the background but because everybody was screaming we couldn't hear what the fuck he was saying i was like y'all please shut up so we can hear what he's saying please just please shut up but i was like okay it was amazing. i'm just gonna have to listen to it later yeah i was glad to just be there for that right the amount of energy in that room when that match lit and we saw them curls dangling on that forehead absolutely absolutely and then on michonne's end like i said she's writing to judith and what i found out later going back looking she's writing in the same notebook he had so that bag and everything that's all his stuff so whatever he wrote to her she's read it she's seen Mm -hmm. it so now she knows definitively he is out there that is the Mm -hmm. only reason why michonne has stayed away this long because i feel like if she had been uh -uh. out there searching for him and didn't have any kind of like any indication that he was out there i think she would have gone back a long time ago she would have been like okay look Mm -hmm. i tried i looked for him i lost track of him i don't know where he could have been if he's alive But no, you have this notebook and you have these boots. You know he is out there and I think that's the only reason why she has stayed away uh, as long as she has. Yeah. And this is a to make me realize that when he threw the bag, he threw it on the ship that she found. Yep. That Virgil took her to. While he's sitting there writing in his book, he hears, or he's standing at the water's edge. Now, apparently he is in I think somebody said Philadelphia because that Somebody else said Jersey. I heard Jersey. I think you, you heard Jersey because people were trying to say he because he was in Jersey last week that they they were thinking that's what it was. I don't think that's where he was. I think he was in Philadelphia. But he's standing at the water's edge and he hears a helicopter. And that's when he's like, "No, no, no." He gets ready to run, and he throws his book bag on on that boat. And somebody in the helicopter, you know, says, "Uh, what what does he say, Commander?" Come on, Rick. Grimes. Yeah, Commandeer Grimes, you have uh you have uh, abandoned your post. You need to come back immediately. Blah blah blah. And then the guy says, "Come on, Rick. What 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 was it that he said? You you heard what he said." There's no, there's no something for the living. There's no, I can't remember what the words were, but I was like, hmm, because Rick looks at this helicopter and he smiles. I was like, what the hell, what the hell is this? Hold on, Rosita is about to die in my background. I have to pause my TV, but um, I'm sitting there like, who is this now? I need to go back now. I haven't paid attention to the voice but recently online people are speculating that that's Giancarlo Esposito's voice on the helicopter. I was like, okay, I got to go back and see. Mm. But Michonne, on the other hand, Michonne has this nice new bodice and it's made of leather. I'm sure to like protect her. She's got this interesting little headpiece that's got like this gold uh face mm-hmm. guard on it she still has her katana she has a horse and when we see her she's riding the horse she kills a walker and then it looks like she is about to ride into a huge ass herd and i was like what the fuck is going on but I need to get a better look at the background because somebody was saying they think that it looks like a city behind her and like there may have been people or something burning. And I'm like, no, I think those were cloud clouds, like the shadows from the clouds. But I'll have to go back and look and like really, really pick it apart. But yeah, we have Michonne back. We have Rick back. And like Casey said, the theater went walking bananas. Went bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S bananas. Whew. And then we got to watch her on the walking uh, on the talking dead with a lot of the other stars, uh, a lot of the other cast members. Um, Chandler Reese was there, and turns out Chandler was in the finale episode.
1: Yep, he was.
0: He said that he came to set on the last day just because he wanted to be there for the last day. And um he said Denise, I think did he say Denise? I think he said Denise saw him and she she gave him uh Seth's hat and was like, get out there, get out there. So he was one of the background. Uh, extras back there working in the gardens right behind Maggie and Herschel (laughs) and Alexandria I was like oh that's sweet him came home for the end which was really sweet because I mean if we couldn't have Carl at the end which sucks because we should have had him till the end of the series at least he was a part of it you know I thought that was really sweet that they even allowed him to do that. So yeah, it's over. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think because I know there's probably some stuff we forgot to talk about. I was just mostly thinking about the important stuff. Um. Which...
1: I think we, we actually hit everything. Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did.
0: Wow. Okay. I thought it was going to take a lot longer to talk about this episode. <laughs> but okay. I can't wait for the spinoff. I'm going to be there front either. and center like this. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Watching faithfully. And if they put, put it on your calendar, Michelle. If they what? have a talking dead, we're, we're going. <laughs> we are okay.
1: going. Look at me. I'm all on the, let me, I'm trying to find Carl. Oh, <laughs> it,
0: it, it's, it's very much a uh, blink and you'll miss it. So yeah. someone actually uh, screenshot, like they.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to look it that up. Okay. And,
0: you know, expanded it. And then, yeah. So I, I'll send that to you so you can see. Okay.
2: It. But yeah,
0: Michelle, be prepared to go to California or New York or wherever the hell they have this thing. We're going. Okay. Okay.
2: Correct.
1: Okay. And and maybe, maybe we'll see some of these friends in the Fear of the Walking Dead of the new season. Maybe a couple people. Somebody I don't know about season.
0: Fear of the Walking Dead, but I mean because Two? if
1: the, the they problem- could have a crossover.
0: But see, the problem with Fear the Walking Dead is timeline-wise, I believe they are about three years behind where the current show is.
1: Oh, okay. I thought they have caught the... But see, we just But if they have a time this. jump, we could.
0: That's true. And there is a possibility they may have a time jump based on one of the photos that's been released. Somebody who was a baby in the last uh, season appears to be about 12 now, so
1: what the hell yeah that's <laughs>
0: right. the I'm like I hope that's not who I think it is oh okay it, it probably well, is I have to keep different.
1: watching to see this time jump here okay yeah. alright
0: yep so. but um it, it'll also be interesting co- considering what happened at the end of last season in fear as far as Morgan goes so I have to wait for y'all to catch up
2: okay yeah yeah
0: that um highlights from the LA trip so we got to be part of the group of the first you know kind of sort of 100 people who were allowed near the red carpet so that we could see the stars arrive so we got to see like uh Norman Reedus and Michael Rooker arrive. we saw Kaylee in person we saw um Yvette Nicole Brown, she came over and talked to us for a little bit. Um, Like I said, Melissa McBride, she actually skipped the red, the actual red carpet and came over to talk to the fans. And when folks started doing selfies, I'm telling you, me and Casey, we were sitting at the top. They had like some expandable bleachers like you find at the, the high school football games. I ran down those things so fast I was like please don't let me bust my ass but if she's taking (laughs) selfies with people I need a selfie with Melissa I've never had an opportunity to meet her before at a con because when she goes to conventions like Pandemic or whatever she's one of the VIPs so you have to pay a lot of money to even be able to meet her and because they always overbook those people you never really get to spend time with them. Like it's literally, hey, how you doing? They're signing autographs. You take a picture and then you got to go. And I was like, I, I just, I can't do that. So the fact that we got to meet her and she was she was very lovely to the fans, very nice talking to everybody. Um, really everybody that we got a chance to meet there was amazing. We we got to meet um, Walker Wynn, who was one of the Canva finalists for, the contest that they have and she is the art. she's the person who she's the artist who did these posters behind me um so we got to meet her in person finally and uh vincent the person who actually got us the link so that we could get our tickets and reservations Mm -hmm. and go we got to meet him and you know we we just it was a fun time, even just standing in line, talking to people. Casey is one of those people, she does not meet a stranger. She was talking to everybody. 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 Anybody who walked around with a badge, she was like, hey, what you doing? What you supposed to be doing? Where you going? <laughs> I mean, she was talking to everybody. Honestly, I swear <laughs> that's how we ended up with bracelets. I swear. You might be right. Because when they had, they was like, oh, we got only got one left. I was like, give me my bracelet. Cause
2: I'm yeah. the next one. Yeah, And so she bracelets. was like, hold on,
0: left, came back with two bracelets. Mm-hmm. So it I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun actually being able to watch Talking Dead. And this was something Casey had said in LA, when you talk about manifesting stuff, because when, when they started season 11 or not even started season 11 at the end of season 10, I had said to Casey, I said, now, you know, they're probably going to do something big for Talking Dead for the finale. Mm
2: -hmm. I
0: want to be in L.A. for it. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen, but I really want to go. And I really thought it was going to be one of those situations where you go online and you request the tickets like you would for a regular Talking Dead Mm -hmm. show. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, those tickets go so fast because they only allow 20 people in the studio audience at this point because of COVID. But I was like, nah, they're going to do something big. I don't know what they're going to do and I don't know where they're going to do it, but it's got to be something like for the 10th, I think for the start of the 10th season, they were at Madison Square Garden. I believe that was the one where they were at Madison Square Garden or one of the ones they were at Madison Square Garden. I don't remember. It might've been the 100th episode, but I was like, they have to do something big like that in order to see it out, out the door. So either way it goes, I'm going to find myself in L.A. somewhere. And we were there. We were there. We and we didn't get hotel. murdered our, at our hotel. We did not. She kept saying, oh, my God, this looks like a murder hotel. It was a cutesy little, um, I don't know what you, what you want to call it, like a boutique ho- hotel type. It was, it was a motel. It was a motel. but okay. it, uh, Well, it was an inn. It was an inn. But okay. it was... You know, it was decent for like, us being things. there. It was very, uh, it was very cheap for yeah. us,
1: and like, we
2: parked
0: our scooters outside, and they were still out there. We went the next day. So. We did. We we took we took scooters around the city. It was fun. Which was awesome. We had a good time. We're gonna have to do okay. that no matter what city we go to. We need to find a scooter. It was awesome. Look, We even decided we were gonna take the scooters to the airport that morning. Now we were eleven miles from the airport. We decide, okay, we're just going to, we have time left on our scooters. We're just going to ride the scooters until we can't ride anymore. And then we'll Uber from wherever. So we finally get in the spillway, you know, a little spillway you see in all the movies. We've seen it in the Fast and Furious movie. You've seen it in Stranger Things, something similar to it. We get on the bike trail. We're not on the bike trail five minutes and Casey's scooter dies. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. And we are nowhere near the street. We're nowhere near the street. We're nowhere near anywhere where we can come up to the street. So I try, to, I try to turn my scooter off so I can walk with her. No, they don't allow you to turn your scooter off. There are certain areas that are considered um, off limits and you can't leave a scooter there. So I had to ride for an additional two miles to get to the street and get somewhere where I could leave my scooter. <laughs> So that was an interesting morning, trying to get back to the airport. But overall, again, we had a great time. We got in on Friday. We went to get something to eat, and then we looked at the time. We were like, okay, it's four 4.30. The Funko store closes at 6 o'clock. Let's just go look at the Funko store. And when I tell you, Casey and I were walking around that store like we were children. Picture, 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 picture.
2: And
0: then we made our own Funkos. And we made our own Funkos.
2: I'm jealous.
0: And then, because we were on Hollywood Boulevard, we walked for two miles looking for Norman Reedus's Hollywood star. So we could take a picture. We're looking at everybody else. It's like, oh, 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 oh. But we're like, no, we're we're looking for Normans, especially because both of our phones were about to die. (laughs) I was just going to say. We (laughs) were like, we just need to get this one picture and we're good. But we had a great time. It was, you know, great being there with other fans um like I said if I could do a if I could do that kind of viewing with fans for big episodes like that all the time I absolutely would Mm -hmm. because you can't beat that kind of energy like it was it was an amazing vibe to be around and then of course seeing Talking Dead on stage seeing you know Scott Gimple Greg Nicotero, Angela King, I think who was on this side Norman, Melissa, Lauren and Jeffrey Dean Morgan and then over here you have like Ross Marquand, you have Kyrie Payton Michael Cutlass was there um Kristen, Christian Serratos was there um Sarah Wayne Callies, uh, Lori from season one was there with, with the kids with uh, Judith and Carl and it was just it was a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. But it was
0: so much fun. And we were like, man, Michelle should be here. <laughs> we were. Michelle should <laughs> be you
2: here.
1: You see my face? She should have been there. She should have. Yes, I had to throw my own little solo watching party. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, at least you didn't have to tell nobody to hush when Rick started talking.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. It was just me, you know, screaming and talking. Right.
0: Right. Okay, so because I was
1: like, what, what, what's, what's about to happen? Who we about to get? And the crazy
0: thing was, of course, because we were there in the theater, we couldn't like, I couldn't do what I usually do. Like when big moments happen, I usually pause. I have to take it in. I couldn't do any of that, so I had to just go with the flow and feel everything. When I, like I said, I was a mess by the end of that episode. A pure pure mess and then when they did the in memoriam on talking dead for Rosita I was like damn it I just stopped crying yeah like why are you doing this to me and I was best. mad
1: at the end of the episode I was mad I had to process because I really didn't that was hard with her dying it we was. named everyone else I did not have her on my list and then I was like they
2: left her Coco right.
1: I'm just and that I was, was devastated. Thing that I
0: did not want. I was like, we have enough kids losing their moms. Like, can yeah, we not that's have and yeah,
2: mom die. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I get the way her she went reason now.
0: for it. I get her reason for it. She said it was a, you know, she felt like with the happy ending that most of the characters got, she felt like they needed to break our hearts one more time. Okay, I get it. Whatever. If that's well, it, votes, it,
1: it, they did. That's selfish. Yeah, it is. So it could have been Aaron and we could have been all right.
0: No, absolutely not. How, okay. how, how about somebody that doesn't have kids to leave behind? These kids have been through enough.
1: Well, yeah. if I had to pick one, it's going to be Aaron. No. <laughs> not either.
0: No. No. She's
1: being selfish at this point. Right. She was.
0: And then she, you know, she did say that, you know, being an actor is psychological and she felt like, you know, not seeing this character again, she needed to have Closer. her own closure. Which I understand, but I'm like, I she could have showed up in a spinoff. Her bestie is out there in the world. Like, I really would have loved to see Rosita and Michonne reunite and someone pointed it out on Twitter and said... Do y'all realize that the last conversation Michonne had with Judith, she asked about Rosita and Coco. Mm. And then
2: when she
0: comes back, Rosita's gonna be gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Coco
1: will okay. be there, though. Well, first of all, they're gonna have to spend a whole week by the fireplace catching her up and everything. She's been her, gone a while.
0: Her? Rick?
1: Rick, that's too, the, I mean. the people he knew is gone. Be like, don't even ask who's gone or not. You just look around the room.
0: He's going to be like,
1: I had
0: to deal with people who wore dead faces, dead masks on their face. Like, mm -hmm. what?
1: They were called the Whispers. Like, huh? Yeah. Then we had to deal with Commonwealth.
0: Those are going to be a chick named Pamela. See, Commonwealth will probably not be so far fetched with him because he's coming from the CRM. So the Commonwealth is probably, he's looking at that like, yeah, you know what? That's some bullshit. That's probably what he mm-hmm. would we'll look at. Like, oh, yeah, I'm glad my people came in and stepped up and took
1: <laughs> And I don't even think he would think that was far out with the whispers. Now, you know what he would probably think it was a little strange when he was like, yeah, it's variant um, walkers now that you got to deal with.
0: No, well, mm-hmm. he wouldn't think that's strange because remember... He was the one in the very first episode when Morgan's wife came up on the porch and was looking oh, yeah. in the peephole and she looked down at the doorknob and she started twisting the doorknob. It was Rick's eye that did this number here and was looking down, like, what the fuck is she doing? Variant walkers are not a, I, I keep telling folks, variant walkers are not that's not the first time we've seen them.
1: No, we, we have the last
0: time we seen. Him. Plus, he was also in the department store when they were trying to escape, and them walkers were beating on it with the rock. Right, v- very you know, walkers that ain't no that ain't no stranger to but,
1: but climbing climbing up some walls he may be like oh, okay no Maybe.
0: because when him and glenn walked Which out for was the climbing? first time with the guts and they climbed over the fence there were some walkers climbing over the fence
1: i don't remember them. that part
0: mm-hmm. when they were that little those, girl he or that little, little girl he shot the cargo truck
1: okay or that little girl he shot who was still carrying her teddy bear
0: no, she didn't. She wasn't carrying it. She was walking, and she bent down to pick up the teddy bear, and kept on again. And carries
1: her teddy bear.
0: Walkers mm-hmm. are
2: not.
0: They are not new.
1: So for him, teddy none of that would be. He's like, all oh, this shit is strange. I'm mm-hmm. all right.
0: Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, I've seen that. Oh, I've seen.
1: He's that. like, I've seen it all oh, then. So you know, the whisperers wouldn't surprise him.
0: With fifty thousand people, I've been, I've been over here with the CRM. They got two hundred thousand. That's probably that's probably why it took him so long to get away from him. He got two thousand eyes, on him. Cool. and he got uh, Major General Bill probably looking at him too, like ah, oh, okay, yeah. Jada's done told me about you, but Michelle, you'll get to you'll get to that when you watch oh. Real Beyond. But yeah,
1: mm-hmm. so I get through this season.
0: Mm-hmm. But oh, okay, so we have. Dead City, which I believe is supposed to come out like sometime around April. We have Daryl Dixon, which is currently filming right now. And then the Rick and Michonne series is supposed to start in January.
2: Awesome songs. That's so next so month. Are
0: those, and, and all of them are supposed to release in 2023. Okay. So I'm thinking uh the um Megan Negan spinoff that's gonna be in the spring. I'm thinking Daryl will probably be summer and then Rick and Michonne will probably be
1: fall. Okay, we gotta go somewhere to see Rick and Michonne first but, episode. Where are we going? I'm
0: hoping, that, I'm hoping that Nick and Norman's is gonna start is gonna do viewing parties for the spin offs. That would be nice. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. They're definitely gonna do it for Daryl Dixon. Yeah. Uh, of course. I mean, it's kind of his place. hmm So yeah. You know what we're gonna need to do? We'll we'll pick a weekend and everybody to take the, or when y'all have a Monday off and go to the one in Chattanooga. Ooh. Okay. And we still can go to the one down here. It may not be a viewing party, but I mean at least without yeah. the viewing party, we'll have access to the full menu.
1: Yeah. I get them Philly fries.
0: You know what? Her and them <laughs> doggone Philly fries. That's Can all I'm ordering. You guys it, got anything it fills else? fills you up. That's <laughs> all I'm ordering. Can I get I the Philly know. fries? And the strawberry fields. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The I already know what I point. want. The drinks are on point. I don't even need no menu.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she already knows. You guys have anything else to say about the Walking Dead series finale I'm gonna say that every time I have to say it out loud I'm gonna say it was it's a wonderful 12 years and I'm glad it ended the way it ended with my yeah. boo so that means I get a little more of my boo but I've enjoyed all the deaths mm-hmm. all the lives all the celebrations all the characters we met all the characters we lost it, the it ones was, we loved the ones it we was a love. good ride
1: it was a good good ride yeah.
0: I'm just, Ended on a
1: great note. It, it, it did.
0: It, it did. Mm-hmm. Even after breaking our hearts and ripping it out and stomping mm-hmm. on it and all that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Took us to the streets. Mm. Just made us feel it. Like, oof. Okay. So, I <sighs> guess that is it for our Walking Dead coverage until Fear the Walking Dead returns. I believe that is March, maybe. I have to go back and look. But I know Fear is coming back and then we have Dead City coming and that's within the next few months. So at least we'll, I don't know. We have something to look forward to. Michelle is catching up on Fear. I think, Casey, are you done catching up on Fear? No, remember, I—I I it's not on Hulu. Season seven isn't mm-hmm. on Hulu. That's right. So, so I gotta catch find- them as they come on, and they're not on AMC Plus, which I'm about to cancel. So we're gonna have to figure out some kind of way to get them caught up on Fear the Walking Dead, so that we can cover that as well. Because but I think I it's I on Pluto TV. It's on. I'm
1: I'm watching it off of um Hulu. No, no but Hulu it stops at season, season seven. seven. It does. Okay. Yeah. No. What's the next season though? I mean,
0: it stops at season six. I'm sorry. It stops at season
1: okay. Six. I just had to find because see- I'm on season three. I'm towards the end.
0: Oh, okay, you, yeah, because I, I got all the way up to the end of season six, and then I go to go to season seven, it was like, shows you may like, and I'm
1: like, hold oh, on, I'm ho-. a <laughs> So I was able
0: to catch my, I set my DVR, I found season seven, because even on, on Xfinity, season seven, you got to pay for it. But I found, I went through, and I found the first eight episodes that were free, and I recorded those, but I have not been able to catch the last half, okay. so I'm sure as we get closer, they'll have some type of marathon, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. and I'll be able to catch the last, or at least be able to record them
1: to where I can watch them when I, when I can. Right,
0: right. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be it for our Walking Dead coverage for now. And we'll see you with Walking Dead in 2023. But for now, that's it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. We have a YouTube channel where you can watch our videos. We have a Discord channel where you can chat with us. And you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.